0: Hello, hello, Namaste from Bangalore, India. This is your host Manjanath and it's an absolute pleasure for me to welcome you all to the 54th episode of the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast. Well, we have another great one for you today. This episode is going to be a focused highlight on the Integration and Orchestration or the I.O. capability of SAP Cloud Platform. So without further ado, let's go. As always, we will start the episode by looking at what's new on the cloud platform since our last podcast. We have two highlight interviews for you in this episode, one on business rules and the other on crafting a winning API strategy. Believe me, you do not want to miss these. Finally, we wrap up with a look at the upcoming events for SAP Cloud Platform in the next weeks and months. Let's check out what's new on the cloud platform since our last podcast. Starting with the security area, the identity provisioning service on the platform now supports SAP Fieldglass as a source target and proxy system. For the identity authentication service you can now merge attributes coming from the assertion of the corporate identity provider for the user and attributes coming from identity authentication to the OpenID Connect application. The portal service of the platform is now available in the following additional AWS data centers, which is Australia, Sydney, Singapore, Japan, Tokyo, and Brazil, Sao Paulo. In the area of developer experience, WebID now supports UI5 builds as a replacement for the Grunt build for generating new SAP Fiori projects deployed to the Neo and ABAP environments. WebID also supports validation of international or I18N files in your code editor according to the SAP Fiori best practices. The new SAP Quartz Lite theme is now available for the UI theme designer. Developers can also now create applications that can be themed on Cloud Foundry via the SAP Cloud Platform portal. As you might know, we had already released a best practice guide plan and set up your landscape and lifecycle management for running applications on SAP Cloud Platform. This time we have added two new sections on how to plan and implement failovers on the SAP Cloud Platform. I urge you to check these out. The HTML5 application repository is now available on Google Cloud Platform that is the US Central region. In global accounts licensed with the consumption-based commercial model or CPEA You can now view and monitor the costs of services in the Global Account Overview page in the cockpit. US West Colorado Springs is now available as a new region for use with Enterprise Accounts. There are a lot more updates in the security, integration and orchestration areas. I sincerely urge you to visit our Release Notes page on help.sap.com and check out the details. That's what's new on the SAP Cloud Platform. It's time now for our episode highlight. I met with Archana Shukla, Product Manager for the Business Rule Service on SAP Cloud Platform to know about upcoming features for the service in the near future. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our episode highlight number one. today. As promised in one of our previous episodes, we have Archana Shukla, who is the Product Manager for the Business Rules Service on SAP Cloud Platform with us. And uh, as promised, she's come back to share some more insights on what's happening new with the um, uh, Business Rules Service on SAP Cloud Platform. Welcome, Archana. Happy to have you with us.
1: Thank you, Manju, for inviting.
0: Uh, so. The last time when you were here, I remember that um, Business Rules was available on NEO and you were saying that a lot of customers were uh, very excited to try it out from all your discussions Uh, and then you were saying that there were also plans to come to the Cloud Foundry environment. Has this already happened?
1: yes manju so uh, sap cloud platform business rules is now available in cloud foundry and this is aligning to sap's multi-cloud strategies uh, to make our services uh, available with uh, amazon web services microsoft azure and google so sap cloud platform Business rules together with workflow was made available in quarter 1 of 2019 so the current version that is available is in AWS Europe Frankfurt region and going forward in coming months we'll also be releasing this uh, service in in other uh, data centers of US of Sydney of Singapore and then we'll go forward with other uh, um, uh, cloud, cloud environments yeah, yeah cloud providers
0: Oh, good. Uh, that's great. Uh, so, if I was already trying things out and uh, trying my hands with the business rule service that was available on Neo, uh, can I now kind of shift to the CF and try it out? Is yes.
1: A- yes. So, SAP Cloud Platform Business Rules is also available on the trial landscape of Cloud uh, Cloud Foundry. Mm -hmm. So all you need to go is like as you you were working with Neo, just go in, log in and just start working with SAP Cloud Platform Business Rules in Cloud Foundry. So there is no change in the terms of modeling. Mm -hmm. The only change is in the way you would access it and uh, because it's an OAuth based APIs access and all these APIs are also published in uh, API Business Hub. So you go to to api.sap.com and search for business rules. And there you will find two set of APIs. One is for Neo and one is for Cloud Foundry.
0: Oh, that's good. I think uh, with the right amount of uh, information and documentation around it, people can also try it on both uh, places and see whichever is the best and try to use it for themselves. Um, I have certain ex- some experience of working with business rules and I have also felt that uh, um, whenever I explain rules or whenever I create rules uh, for the business I always would like to do it uh, in a very simple manner on say um, on an Excel probably and uh, create your decision rule saying that if this is the condition then this should be the outcome so if I can author my rules like this Uh, Can I somehow reuse this on business rules?
1: Yes, uh, uh, Manju, so uh, it's not only you, but a lot of business users still prefer Microsoft Excel um, uh, as the way they want to define the rules as they want and because they are more comfortable defining the rules via these Excel spreadsheets. So February this year uh, we released uh, import and export of decision table from Microsoft Excel which means either you can model your rules in the tool and export it and then give it to your business users and where they just make the changes to the values they add and delete the rules in the Excel sheet and then you then you just bring back the changes onto the tool so this is now available and this was like one of the most uh, demanded features by most of our customers um, uh, based on their previous experience with with other rules platform
0: yeah, I think basically it's more uh, kind of easier to kind of get it done on Excel. Also easy to share. Then you can get the final product back into yes. business rules. So that's 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 great. That's amazing. Um, any other significant highlights from Q1 that come to your mind? Um,
1: yeah, uh, one one thing that uh, that we release as part of quarter one, which is worth mentioning, is version management. Um, so um, business rules, um, you know, is like very very critical to to any organization it is one of the critical asset and and any changes that you make in the business rules needs to be recorded needs and um, organizations want to know who made these changes and if there are any kind of bad changes they can also revert it back so keeping in mind of all these uh, requirements um, uh, we have released the version management with SAP Cloud Platform business rules and this was also done in February this year and using this version management feature you can actually create the versions you can edit any versions that are already existing and there are also APIs that are available through which you can also invoke the rules based on these versions.
0: I also read something that you introduced uh, support for something called as expression language. What exactly is this?
1: okay so um, in in our step uh, towards centralized decision management so we have a very um, we have a vision of of having a centralized decision management um, uh, system with sap across different rules technologies so um, and we did this with one enterprise rule model so and now with expression 2.0 we have adapted uh, this to to what we call friendly enough language which is also known as feel okay and this is this is this is nothing new in the industry because this this is already available as part of dmn which is decision model and notation So uh, with this, um, we move away from rule expression language, which was actually our expression language 1.0. And so whenever you will be modeling your business rules project, you will now see two kinds of expression language, 1.0 and 2.0. And so um, we now recommend henceforth that all of our uh, business users and developers use expression language 2.0 because it comes with a new standardized semantic model as how you would be modeling uh, your rules. It is more simple to use, it is more guided, it is more contextual and and which eventually makes it less error prone. Okay, so um, it is, for me, it is really a good change that we have brought about in the software and, uh, and then we also, uh, if you want to migrate from 1.0 to 2.0, we have also provided a one-click option, a migrate button on the, on the project editor and just clicking that button, you can actually mod, uh, migrate your project from 1.0 to 2.0.
0: Oh, that's that's great. I think uh, the whole idea of standardization on cloud is very, very important going forward. I mean, with us uh, uh, providing different versions of uh, this kind of a service across different products, I think uh, standardization would be very, very important. But I also wanted to know if this, the older version that you had, what was it called? The what? rule expression language, right? Yeah. Uh, so support for this will be continued? Or? Yeah, yeah. It okay. will
1: be there for some time. Okay. But we just want users to slowly move to yeah, this so new Yes, Because location. this is yeah. the recommended yeah. approach yeah.
0: going forward. Yeah. That's good. So this was, star Q2 started off on a quite a high, it looks like. Uh, any other things that come to mind? Very important things from Q2?
1: Yeah, so Qt was a really, really a nice um, uh, quarter for us Mm -hmm. and we released uh, some really good features which which I really like. Um, So there are two of them which I want to mention. And today, so uh, one is project hierarchy and other one is decision orchestration. So just just let me give you a brief background as to what these two features are and how do they contribute. Mm-hmm. And so um, so coming on to the project hierarchy. So um, so if you see, uh, there are often use cases in the SaaS scenarios where like provider want to publish some kind of a standard rule templates mm-hmm. and then they then want to leave it to the consumer to extend it based on their organizational need. Okay. There are also cases uh, where like there are common business policies in any organization across the globe, but then there are also mandatory policies which are regional, mm-hmm. like based on US region or India or, or any other country, country wise as well. So now with project hierarchy, what you can do is you can create um, a kind of a base project. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you can create child or reference projects, mm-hmm. which, which are basically dependent or extending the base project. Okay. So as part of this, you can expose um, your data objects and rules in the base project that could be used in your child or reference projects. So this just gives a very cleaner way of, uh, of just uh, just dividing your uh, and working with, uh, with different kind of uh, rules projects coming on to the decision orchestration. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I have always been asked by a lot of my customers about uh, rule chaining and rule chaining is actually one of the most commonly used uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. And uh, so what what rule chaining means is that you can call one rule inside another rule Mm -hmm. or Um, end users or stakeholders want to uh, sequence the rules, which means they don't want the rules to be called in a random order. Instead, they want to be called sequentially Mm -hmm. and they want to consume the output of one rule into another. So this all is being now enabled with decision orchestration Um, So using this uh, using this feature you can for example create a formula rule Mm -hmm. Okay, like like some formulas that you create at uh, at a project level, which could be used multiple times Mm -hmm. or uh, and then also A kind of a reusable expressions that we say Mm -hmm. okay so you can create this once and then you can keep using this whenever you need uh, when uh, you are modeling a rule expression whether it be part of a decision table or whether it be part of the text rule Mm -hmm. so all this um, uh, we are actually trying and simplifying the entire rule modeling um, um, experience for our end users and um, in, in for you, for if you want to try this out so as part of the rule set you will see now a new category called orchestration mm-hmm. so uh, now there will be two categories aggregation and orchestration okay. if you choose aggregation and you add the rules to the rule set they will be uh, called in a random order mm-hmm. and the result will be a union of all the execution output. Okay. Okay, and if you choose orchestration, then the order in which you add the rules in the rule set matters, which means that in the order in which you add, the rules will be executed in the same order, and you can also consume the output of one rule into another.
0: Uh, You know that at SAP now we are more focused and we are now turning ourselves into what we call as an experience company, right? So with this, is there any kind of a feature that you're bringing in from that perspective of working with, say, X data as we call it or experience data?
1: Yeah, Manju, so uh, we are living in the age of digital service. And the experience of our customers matters the most, and to all uh, to to all the to to all of us. Um, so, um, uh, so what also matters is the time when you are sending the surveys to the customers. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say uh, you come out of a Zara store, and immediately uh, you you are sent a survey experience of how was your experience with the store, whether you bought anything, whether you like something, whether you didn't like something. Mm-hmm. You imagine if this survey is being sent to you after three four hours you come out of the store Mm -hmm. right so the time in which you're sending the surveys really really matters which means the location where you are in really matters Mm -hmm. okay when the survey uh, is being sent to collect these kind of experience data Mm -hmm. so so with uh, SAP Cloud Platform business rules um, we have uh, we have come up with this new capability mm-hmm. uh, which we call geospatial rule expressions okay. okay so with this we have introduced a new category of data object which is called geometry and if you are using these kind of data objects you can actually write rules on what we call as a geographical polygons okay so mm-hmm. let's say uh, you, you you have a uh, we are running a e-retail website mm-hmm. okay and then based on uh, the regions you want to provide different discounts mm-hmm. right maybe this is a global um, global site so in the US region maybe in the West Coast you the discounts are different the East Coast the discounts are different mm-hmm. so depending upon what delivery location the person chooses on this e-retail website mm-hmm. okay the rules applied could be different oh, okay. so so that that's the whole power of bringing in this geospatial uh, rule expression so we see this um, immediately uh, being used as part of the IoT scenarios because where the sensors are placed uh, ah. and things like that. So this is already being used for IoT scenarios and also for for our exo kind of uh, engagement that we have begun. Mm-hmm. So this also aligns to that strategy.
0: Oh, that's that's really I mean that's exciting. Um, so I think Q2 you have uh, there's a lot of good in uh, features that have come out for the business rules. Um, is there any other highlight that comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, um, um, beside these major highlights, there is one quick information that I would want to share. Um, we have deprecated a version 1 APIs for the runtime. Okay. So there are now new APIs that are available for um, which are version 2 APIs, and I would recommend that um, to all my viewers that uh, they, they just move to version 2 APIs. The We have deprecated the version 1 APIs and it will be available until May 2020. After that, they have to move to version 2 API. So it's good if they already plan to move to version 2 API. Yeah, so
0: that's good. I mean, you're giving them ample time to make this change. That's really nice. Uh, So I know that a lot of, at least I am, a lot of our listeners that are out there would be eager to try this out. I mean, of course, you said that a lot of these features are available and they can go try it on the trial that uh, you just mentioned that is already available. But are there any kind of sessions that are planned around this are are there any materials that i can try which have all of this kind of uh, built into a scenario um
1: yeah so we do uh, are taking conducting a lot of workshops okay which are partner workshops which are customer workshops which are also conducting webinars mm-hmm. but if i can think of um, of uh kind of an event uh, where you can try out these new features is TechEd. Mm-hmm. So if you are coming to TechEd Las Vegas, mm-hmm. so and the session catalog for the Vegas is already opened, mm-hmm. so you can already go and register yourself for session number CAA 367. So this is a hands-on workshop on SAP Cloud Platform Business Rules, and all this that I have talked of today is part of that exercise. So that will be really good experience for you to try all these new features hands-on and live with, with our experts around.
0: Uh, so, let me make a note of it, it's uh, CAA367, right? Yes. And uh, is this uh, session or uh, the hands-on session also going to be available in other TechEd locations?
1: Yes. So, um, so it will be available in TechEd Barcelona as well and in the TechEd Bangalore as well. Oh, that's so, great. once the session catalog opens for these locations, then please go ahead and register yourself for them as well.
0: That's that's amazing. That's great news. So, uh, already one check mark for the uh, hands-on session session. Uh, my agenda is already set i want to attend this and try out all these new features for business rules, this is exciting. I like this format, Archana. I think we, uh, you coming as a service uh, owner or a product manager of a service and explaining what's upcoming or what has already been released in the recent months can really help our listeners try these things out and see how the business rules can then fit into their business processes or their customers' business processes. I think this is amazing and I think we should continue this uh, kind of a, a tradition or a ritual that we have started
1: yeah, thank you, Manju. As I said, it's always uh, exciting to be part of your podcast, and it's always exciting to share all these uh, latest and greatest that has been going on with the SAP Cloud Platform Business Rules. And it's my pleasure to be here today, and I will, I, we will keep on coming with more uh, upgrades as and when they, they come up.
0: Thanks, Archana. We should definitely keep this segment alive and hope you could join us again in the future episodes next we have another highlight interview on api management and api strategy if you remember our friends silpa and finney were here some time ago to introduce the sap cloud platform integration suite today they are here again to enlighten us on crafting a winning api strategy listen on hey there welcome to our episode highlight number two Uh, We have uh, Shilpa Vij and Fini Babu who were with us a couple of months ago back here to share some more information to talk about a very important topic, which is crafting your API strategy. If we talk about this uh, intelligent enterprise and our intelligent suite story, then we see that APIs are at the center of all of this. We always talk about APIs very freely. I mean we say, hey, if there is an API I can just integrate, I can call this API. But what exactly does API mean? and what does API management mean? And what does API strategy mean for us and our customers as an intelligent enterprise? Hi Shilpa, Hi Fini. welcome to the podcast.:
2: Thanks Manjunath, and good morning everyone.
0: Uh, hello everybody. Let's get started with this. Shilpa, can you tell us what is API and why is it so important for us, and why is it the central or the one of the major parts of our intelligent enterprise strategy?
2: Thanks, Manjunath. Yes, APIs are the building blocks for digital businesses these days. APIs support simple digital experiences by hiding the complexity. If you go deeper and see our customers' landscapes, they are so heterogeneous in nature, with data coming from different data lakes. For example cloud, on-premise, SAP, non-SAP. APIs help in harmonizing the data by adopting agility and opening more venues for innovations. They help you to build modern apps on top, as well as to do real-time integration with your partners, your ecosystem, and with other apps. I had a session at TechEd 2018. I was, yes, very well prepared knowing the fact that the developers can ask any and every question related to my scenario. Unfortunately, my laptop charge was going down and I had to use my charger. I struggled for a couple of seconds to find out where to plug in my charger. Then I realized the power of beautiful carpet where I was standing and yes, the charging point was right below, accompanied by a lot of wires and switches. APIs can be compared to the carpet, which was hiding the complexities and providing us the beautiful experience. APIs help you to unlock your data from all the heterogeneous systems that you have in your landscapes so that you can make it available for app development.
0: Well, that's a very interesting analogy. Uh, the, a beautiful carpet which is then hiding all this complexity. I think this is a quite a good introduction of what is APIs. But when we suddenly go from this simple definition of what exactly is an API, what does it mean to craft an API strategy? And uh, I would uh, ask Fini this question. Yeah, thanks, Manjunath. So
3: uh, what we wanted to do today was also give you an introduction of how do you craft and execute your API strategy, right? So based on our experiences of working with customers globally, uh, we have come up with five steps which will help you craft and execute your API strategy successfully. Uh, first one is where you think about aligning your enterprise API strategy to your organizational strategy so that you can gain business benefits. Mostly, APIs are designed and developed by developers so who are building apps, so it is important that they have a broader perspective of the organizational strategy on why the company needs to embark on an API journey. The second one uh, is to set up an API program. And to set up this API program, it is also important that you have an executive sponsorship so that you can execute your strategy successfully. Mm -hmm. And the third one is understanding and engaging with your ecosystem to grow partnerships. Now think about who will be using your APIs. You need to identify whether it is internal developers, partners, or customers. And then you need to also understand how they are going to consume these APIs. Mm -hmm. Identify the use cases and scenarios where they would need these APIs, then engage with them to understand their usage patterns and grow these partnerships. And the fourth one is creating an API makers community to guide your API developers. Now, this API community uh, will help the developers to create high quality APIs, build a lightweight governance process around it so that they can build these beautiful APIs which are also aligned. And this community can be a place where developers can share best practices, learn, and coach each other. Last but not the least, think about using a versatile API platform on the cloud. To reduce the time to win. Mm -hmm. Don't create one at home, but think about reusing an API platform on the cloud to accelerate your API journey. And SAP Cloud Platform API Management would be your go-to solution. Uh,
0: You also mentioned in the very end uh, about API management. Now this service Shilpa that is available on SAP Cloud Platform, how can this as a service help anybody who wants to craft and execute the strategy?
2: Yeah, sure. Very good question, Manjunath. And SAP Cloud Platform API Management is a small part of the API program, basically, that allows you to develop APIs, not just manage your APIs. It helps you to scale your APIs and really manage the end-to-end lifecycle. It's an open API platform that allows you to take care of providing APIs for digital apps, business networks, hide all the complexity of these heterogeneous backends and provide a clean API. It provides a full lifecycle API management tool, supports personas like product managers, API developers, and so on. Also, to help put the right APIs for the app developers, SAPs, APIs, API program is managed end-to-end using SAP Cloud Platform API management. So I will just take one example. Internally, SAP IT, who is our internal stakeholder, is also using SAP API management to manage and secure their services on cloud. SAP's API management is a very comprehensive platform where you can choose any API definition language or an API implementation strategy that works for you You can use backends, you can use DevOps, and expose your services as APIs. So in summary, whether you are API designer designing new APIs, or UX experts creating API documentation based on open API specification, or API developer trying APIs in API sandbox, productizing them or monetizing them or a program manager viewing the API analytics first and foremost thing to understand is who you are building APIs for and then go ahead and choose a cloud based API platform SAP cloud platform API management is your best bet to accelerate your API program and in coming podcasts we will i hope manjunath will invite us and we will take you through the feature and the you know the power of SAP API management
0: Oh, of course, of course, Shilpa. that's definitely it will be very helpful for everybody who is listening to this podcast. Uh, Now, um, if I understood it right uh, in the five steps that Finney outlined, uh, API management would be the right fit for the step number five. Right. So that would be your API platform, which you can use. Uh, to uh, kind of build, productize and monetize these APIs for different personas that are there. Shilpa, what are some of the examples of industries which have benefited by having a clear API strategy?
2: Yeah, uh, so uh, there is no doubt about digitalization and how digital is transforming traditional businesses these days. There are multiple industries where APIs are playing a vital role. For example, telecom, retail, high tech and so on. So here, uh, I will take an example of healthcare industry, which has changed a big time because of using APIs, digital apps, and so on. This is only because of the awareness which patients have now by using easy apps. They can book a preventive health checkup on the mobile app, consult doctors online, arrange home visits for blood tests by using one-stop portals, moreover, you can also use a fitness tracker app to track vital parameters in real time. And APIs play an important role by exposing the data, securing and providing an omni-channel access. APIs help patients by simplifying their journey from appointment booking to digital prescription. So again, just to quote an example, my parents are so reluctant for a health checkup. They try convincing me that I am very busy and unnecessarily I have to take leaves and go with them for a doctor visit and so on. And it takes full day and they also realise that they also get tired in this process. But last week I went one step ahead and I booked them a health checkup at home and I came to office. So finally they don't have any option to say no and they yes went ahead with the health checkup. So you can see how easy it is to use these apps which internally uses the APIs, the underlying pinning agent is the APIs. And a lot of our customers are also you know, in retail, in telecom and high tech are using API management.
0: Yeah, I think APIs by themselves with the amount of uh, digital footprint that we have, we have apps for everything, for food, for travel, for entertainment, for healthcare. I think we are constantly, every day, touching millions of APIs without even knowing. Uh, That's a a very good example, Shilpa. Uh, This is a a very good introduction to what exactly is an API, what are the examples, where do we find APIs and a step-by-step, can I say it's a guide or a recommendation from SAP to craft your API strategy. So Fini, how are we as SAP? Um, equipped to help our customers or partners in uh, crafting this API strategy? What can we provide to them?
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, So, Majunath, what we do is we offer both low-touch and high-touch engagement models to support our customers and partners to craft and execute their API strategy within their organization. Yeah so for low touch engagements we have quite good number of learning materials which are available on developers.sap.com and discovery center mm-hmm. discovery center is one place where you also get dedicated coaches to support uh, to get support on their uh, learning journey then there are SAP academy videos on youtube learning journeys blueprints etc where you can also learn more about this uh, strategy you can also learn via the Open SAP courses that are available. We had the Open SAP course on SAP Cloud Platform API Management, and now the recent one, SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite. Uh, we also have created a best practices document where you can learn how to design and document APIs, version your APIs, organize APIs around resources, etc. So these are the low-touch engagement models that are available that you can leverage. There are also high-touch engagements that we also do. What we also do is we run customer advisory programs in the form of workshops and webinars where we also give one-on-one support to the customers and partners to embark on this API strategy journey. And furthermore, if you want to reach us for dedicated support via API evangelists or coaches, you can drop us an email and then we can support you there.
0: Um, No, that's, I think that was very helpful information. I think we are not just, telling customers or uh, our listeners about uh, the importance of APIs and just leaving them there. We are giving them a lot of support in crafting them, crafting an API strategy and how how they can use this to win in their day-to-day business. So thanks, Shilpa, Finney for uh, uh, coming and sharing this information. This was very useful. And uh, as we have uh, already discussed and you have promised, we will have you back or uh, maybe deep dives of each of these products, which we call as the integration suite, wherein we can talk more about the technical features and what's new that are coming up for each of these services. So I thank you for your time and um, hope to see you again on the podcast.
2: Thanks, Manjunath, and thanks listeners uh, for getting us back here on this podcast.
3: Thank you, Manjunath, and thanks a lot for the opportunity.
0: Before we sign off, let's take a sneak peek at the upcoming events where you can hear more about SAP Cloud Platform in the next weeks and months. It is TechEd season again! TechEd 2019 is just around the corner and registration for all 3 locations, Las Vegas, Barcelona and Bangalore are already open. So register today, check out the session catalog and plan your agenda for a fulfilling TechEd experience. For your information, the dates again. Ticket Las Vegas will happen between September 24th and 27th. Ticket Barcelona will happen between October 8th and 10th, and Ticket Bangalore will be here in November between 13th and the 15th. Please mark your calendars and plan to be here. It's the place to be. As always, you can find more information on events, questions, blogs, discussions on the community page. Engage with us, the Cloud Platform team, over the various social channels. Follow at the rate SAPCP on Twitter. Follow the Cloud Platform Tropic in the new community page. And last but not the least, subscribe and keep enjoying the amazing, mind-blowing episodes of the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast powered by Open SAP. Thanks for joining us today. Till next time, this has been Manjunath. Keep calm and move to SAP Cloud Platform. Bye-bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the SAP Cloud Platform Podcast. In case you are interested to learn more about SAP Cloud Platform, visit our homepage at cloudplatform.sap.com. The SAP Cloud Platform Podcast is powered by OpenSAP. OpenSAP is SAP's innovative learning platform and the thought leader for enterprise massive open online courses. It provides you with an engaging and effective learning experience through gamification and by connecting you with other learners and SAP experts. Open SAP courses are free of charge and are offered in English. Enroll today in one of our Open SAP courses at open.sap.com. Thanks a lot and see ya!